I'm Anya. And I'm Scarlet. Come inside the flaming yoni. And experience the pussy as God. Here we are. Another week in the universe. We are back. Yes, it always feels so good to be in the seat looking at you, having the best conversations about all the things that we're passionate about. But before we dig into like fun talk, can we talk about the polar vortex that is in my state this entire winter so far and how awful the cold is? I think I think today's high is like 12 degrees or something. And I just... I just feel like it's unfair because I see you sitting there in a tank top <laughs> and know. I'm sitting here with a I space heater. <laughs> Literally, I'm looking behind you and it's like this whiteout. It looks like you're in a cottage in the woods somewhere. Like, what is going on over there? It is probably about like a, a nice cool 68 degrees down here in Texas. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I really overestimated how many degrees it is outside. It is one. <laughs> One whole degree. One whole degree. <laughs> That's what you get, and, babe. And there is still snow that has been on the ground now for five weeks. And it's been added to, but it is it is too much. So well, how do we how do we keep our darling Anya warm? <laughs> we talk about something that warms my heart. There we go. We talk <laughs> about something that lights you up. I love it. And this episode is so, oh my gosh, it's just prescient. It has been long awaited. And we are here to talk about slutting, sluthood, and most importantly, the slut sisters. The slut sisters, something that we have been talking about and gestating for, gosh, well over a year now, a year and a half probably is really when we first started talking about it. Um, About 14 months ago, we knew we were going to make it a thing, Mm. that we were going to create an actual, like, sisterhood. And we are finally ready to bring her to full life and to call all of our sisters in so that we can all be making her more alive with all of our different expressions. And so, yeah, our announcement today is that we are ready to launch Slut Sisters, and we're going to be doing a pre-sale soft launch starting on Valentine's Day this year, February 13th, 2023. You can sign up for Slut Sisters finally. What does that mean? What does it mean that people can sign up for Slut Sisters? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be speaking this these words. I mean, I... I just would never be able to like fully express the amount of care and intention that has gone into each and every one of these offerings that our sisters will be able to engage in. And the true offering is the space and container by which we can develop these deep bonds of understanding and of support. Um, And we have really painstakingly crafted, like what is the best way for this to occur? Mm -hmm. And you know, what we know is that we need that connection with other women on our same path. And so I have built out a discord for the Slut Sisterhood. It is beyond. (laughs) If you're unfamiliar with Discord, thanks, babe. Uh, It is a 
it is a messaging platform that also allows for voice. It allows for us to really just live in our purses and our pockets wherever your phone is. And so you can engage with your sisters on a variety of different topics in a variety of different ways. It is awesome. I have had this Discord and I can't wait to, for it to be filled with amazing femmes, you know, t- chatting and connecting and connecting amongst themselves. I just, I literally can't wait. So the Discord is a big piece. Uh, we will also be offering virtual uh, Slut Sisters gatherings. You want to talk a little bit about that, babe? So excited about these. So we're going to be doing a couple of different types of virtual gatherings. We'll have monthly ones that are more fun, right? We want to have social time, happy hours, kinky games, pajama parties, robe parties, like whatever, whatever it means to come in your best femme expression and really meet your sisters and just learn who they are, play together, talk together, identify, and and really just, you know, fellowship together as sisters on a monthly basis in a fun way. And then we also want to do some quarterly gatherings that are a little bit more educational. Um, We're thinking about workshops. We're thinking about sessions around like breath work or meditation, pussy practices, Mm -hmm. anything that we can do that will really enhance and just enliven and deepen the sisterhood in a little bit different of a way. So yeah, we will have that. And then We will also be offering some coaching services to the sisters. Each sister that joins the membership will have one peer coaching session with either Scarlett or myself. Um, And then if you would want to purchase any additional um, peer coaching sessions, we, we would have some discounts for our sisters for that sort of a thing too. So yeah, that's what we have for the sisters. But we also are really, really excited about another opportunity to support the slut sister movement. And I think it is just, it's, it's something that we have been asked about by some of our male bodied friends and a lot of people who want to support, but don't fit within the definition of sisterhood as a femme identifying. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what that tier is? I definitely will. I, we're so excited about this. Uh, I want to say, before we move on from Slut Sisters, Slut Sisters is a closed community, and it is going to be a very safe and intentional space. So every single sister that wants to be part of this sisterhood will have a interview with an initiate interview with either Anya, myself, or both of us. And that is so that we can ensure that this is a good fit for you and that we can keep our community safe. Um, so I just wanted to, to mention that before we no, move on. No, thank you. I think that's so important to highlight because this does need to be a place when we're going to be sharing the deepest, most intimate pieces of who we are as sisters. And in order to create that safety, we feel like we need to put the work in up front to make sure that everybody is coming with beautiful, pure intentions, which we imagine yes. everybody will be. Uh, but we also want to make sure that we're creating safety for all of you at the table with us. And so I'm so glad that you brought that up. Absolutely. And we'll talk more about the values and pillars of Slut Sisters later on in this episode. Uh, But that is definitely crucial. So 
for all of our wonderful listeners and supporters and followers who, uh, you know, are male bodied or male identified, but just really appreciate and want to support what we are doing here at the Flaming Yoni and with Slut Sisters, you have an opportunity to become a star in the universe, a star mm-hmm. in our sky. You can join us as a supporter and support the efforts of this show and the efforts we're doing to move femme empowerment forward. And I am just so excited about this because like this has been probably the single biggest inquiry we have had. And we have not yet given our listeners any opportunity to support the show. And so this is going to be the first opportunity. And so when you become a star in our sky, a star in the universe, you are going to have the opportunity to get a monthly bonus episode, which we are calling the stargazing episode. Mm -hmm. This will only be available to our stars. And we are also going to have a discord server devoted to our stars where you can access Anya and I and engage with us and give us your feedback and just have some, you know, intimate conversations with us about the show, about things going on with you. We just really want to connect in with you. And so you'll have a scheduled time to connect with us through Discord on our Stars in the Universe Discord. I just, I'm, I can't wait to connect with yeah. our incredible listeners this way. I know. I can't either. I'm so excited about it. And and we also are recognizing that there may be some who might be femme identifying out there that are just not ready to join Slut Sisters, or maybe it's not quite for you, but you want to support the work we're doing. So you could either join at the Stars tier as well, or for anybody who wants to support us but isn't ready for a membership option, we will also have one-time or recurring donations if you just want to love on us. And we love on you back. So uh, that will be another option that we have. And yeah, this is just, it's been so long coming that I think you and I feel like it's already here, but Mm. we, but we really are so excited to be able to launch this, to provide this offering, to provide the sisterhood, this also this brotherhood that, that we just really have been looking forward to connecting with you in this way. So we couldn't be more excited. So like we said, we're going to be doing a pre-sale on Galentine's Day. So February 13th, this episode's dropping on the 1st. So stay tuned. Over the coming couple of weeks, we're going to be putting more information out there. You'll see the tiers. You'll see them in writing. You'll see what the, the membership costs are associated with it. And we will also just be giving you a lot more information about it as we go along. And so the pre-sale will last from February 13th through the end of February. And we are going to be ready to launch these communities on March 1st, 2023. And we could not be more excited. Yeah. And I just, I just want to add to that, you know, this is a sisterhood. It is a circle of women, but it is also a movement. We are changing the paradigm. We are bringing forth a new, a, a new way of understanding sex, female sexuality, of understanding how we can come together as sexually empowered women and what that's going to look like in each of our individual lives. And I just cannot wait to meet and receive the amazing women that are going to make up this sisterhood. I have chills. I know I say I have chills all the time, but I have chills right now because I'm just really setting forth so many intentions that like, the women who need us will find us. 
And, you know, that we will together bring forth something new, something safe, something playful, something embodied and meaningful and transformative. And like, I'm so excited for that. And I think that it's really important to acknowledge. And um, Anya and I were recently invited to lead a conversation on a platform that we absolutely adore created by a woman that we absolutely adore (laughs) absolutely adore dating kinky if you're unfamiliar is a dating app and it's also an online kink education resource kink and sexuality everything dating kinky has it all uh, mm-hmm. And they do quarterly seminars. And we were recently invited to be part of the It's Non-Cheating Ethical Non-Monogamy Seminar. And we presented on the reclamation of the word slut. And that was just yes. an awesome conversation. And we thought that we would bring some of those topics here with you today. Yeah. Because it really speaks to, like, why we're putting forth this sisterhood, why this movement is moving forward. There's a reason we have to reclaim this word slut, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, the reclamation of the word slut is something I'm super passionate about. I've, I've been really on that train since reading The Ethical Slut the first time a handful of years ago, and it's still a text that is so near and dear to my heart. I am so excited to be able to have that conversation today, too. I think the other thing I wanted to bring to light before we step into that conversation is just like the incredible woman, our girlfriend Nookie, who started dating Mm -hmm. Kinky, we know that the sisterhood is going to be full of femmes that have so much to offer the community. And this is not a situation where Scarlett and I are going to be, you know, omniscient figureheads that deem everything we're going to be talking. We want to hear from all of you. We want you to bring your contributions forward. We want to talk about what matters to you. We are going to have people like Nookie and our sisterhood, and there's so much that we have to teach one another. This is not a one-way directory from like us to you all. We want this to be a conversation, and we know and recognize and acknowledge that we have every bit as much to learn about our own journeys still through our sluthoods and our reclamation of it. And so just so excited to be building a bigger community around that. So with that said, yeah, we we had so much fun having this conversation over on Dating Kinky because we get so juiced and jazzed about about this and about women empowering women. And also we want to understand and recognize that the word slut is not only identifiable to, to femmes, but it is a word that has historically been used to keep women down, to paint them in a negative light, to hurt them. And so for us, we believe that as the group of people for whom that word was meant to injure us and to keep us down, it is so much more powerful when we are the ones leading the conversation around the reclamation of that word. And so to that end, want to give a lot of credit as well, and we'll put some links in the show notes to a couple of texts that really helped inform our conversation that we're going to have today. 
I already mentioned The Ethical Slut by Janet Hardy and Dossie Easton, two major influences in my life and my own feminine empowerment. And then another amazing text called Witches, Sluts, and Feminists um, by an author. I think her last name is pronounced Soleil, Kristen Soleil. Um, so we are, we are really bringing to light some of the interesting things that they have imparted to us as we've been reading those texts. So yeah. All of that said, we're ready to jump right on in to the the way we like to have this conversation is to think about the way that the word slut has been used historically right. to keep us down and to, you know, to kind of hurt women. And so as we talk about that, there are a lot of judgments and myths that come up with regard to the word slut or somebody who is being accused of or labeled as a slut. So I'm going to kick it over to you, babe, so that you can talk to us about some of those that... Um, that are particularly prescient. Yeah. You know, when we think about judgments that have are common and that really exist strongly in our society, in cultures surrounding sluts, you know, the number one is, you know, what so many people often think as synonymous with the term slut, which is promiscuity. Mm-hmm. You know, the judgment that one has too many sexual partners, Um, is having less sex more virtuous than having more? Is the number of partners one has more important or the respect and care with which they treat those partners, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the notion of promiscuity and even is so present in our culture even today, you know, so often, you know, we, we, our culture can love sluts, in a certain way, but then, you know, the notion that you can't be too much of a slut or you can't Mm -hmm. slut and have it look like this because that makes you promiscuous. Like there's some sort of dividing line when the real key here is not that it is inherently more virtuous having less sexual partners than, than more, but it is our capacity to show up in care and in respect and in, you know, all of those things with our, sexual relationships and so Mm -hmm. promiscuity is the first judgment the second one is that sluts are amoral this is Mm -hmm. one that really grinds my gears um (laughs) but the notion that that sluts are evil uncaring amoral and destructive likely looking to steal something from their partners or you know steal from the status of another relationship or you know take right and this judgment is based on the idea that sex is a commodity a coin to be traded for stability, children, a ring, etc. Any other transaction constitutes cheating or betrayal. So the notion that like sluts are inherently amoral, they don't have any kind of guiding principles, value, values, mm-hmm. or, or morality by which they engage in their sexuality is asinine. Like it is so asinine. Right. And these judgments just like many others, really, the 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 goal is to dehumanize mm-hmm. sexually empowered women. Is to say a sexually empowered woman has to be promiscuous, has to be amoral, because that just undercuts her her humanity and her inherent validity in her her sexuality and humanity. Um, mm-hmm. So, babe, tell us tell us about some other common judgments of sluts. 
Yeah, I mean, I think along the same lines, I think of as amoral is this concept that sluts are sinful, right? And mm. so like, who is the defining person saying what is the sin, right? Who is that arbiter who is making that judgment? Well, it's certainly not something that we are coming up with on our own from our own internal compass. It's coming from external, oftentimes, most likely because of the language of sin and religion and how closely those tie together. We're also looking to whether it's God or whether, you know, whatever, whatever the divine is in your construct, if there is such a thing as that, we're outsourcing the idea of what sin is to someone else to put a judgment back on us. And we are just always thinking that we have to stay in line with obedience and good behavior in order to be rewarded and loved by this higher power, by our parents, by our communities. And it's just, it's frankly false. I mean, I, I feel very connected to what I consider to be the divine. And I just don't, have that frame of reference that my sexual expression is dirty or bad or gross. And I think that when we think about what God would be, you know, if if that's the language that we would want to use to to look at a higher power, that that a, a God would look down on us for wanting to have pleasure in our lives. You know, it's just such, it's, it's such a fear-based way of looking at sexuality. Um, and then the last one that I find really interesting, I actually was listening to a podcast this morning that talked a bit about this too, is um, the pathologizing of the slut, right? We have, in our society today, we have to label, we have to, you know, identify what people are, we have to diagnose them. And this concept really came about in the in the late 1900s by, you know, Richard von Kraft Ebbing and Sigmund Freud, as they are basically trying to say that sluts aren't inherently bad people. They're just sick. It's not their fault. They've mm. been over-sexualized by their parents during their potty training years, things like that. And it's just, we, we always have to find a way to otherize and make people something that, that needs fixed, right? And the reality is there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with us. We aren't, we aren't looking to be fixed. We aren't needing to be fixed. We also have created this whole idea too, and we're not going to get into this today, but one offshoot of this pathologization of sluts is sex addiction. Mm. So whether you believe sex addiction is a real thing, whether you believe it is a myth, there are differing opinions out there about that. Um, we have actually talked to Dr. David Lay on this show about his views on the mythology of sex addiction. Um, but we also aren't here to, to make a judgment on that. But at the same time, what I do think is that the pathologizing of every single thing in our culture is what makes people feel other all the time. And it's just creating more divisions rather than bringing people together. So those, those are the main myths that we wanted to, or the main judgments we wanted to address. But then equally on you know, other side of the same coin, there's a lot of myths about sluts and about sexuality. Um, and one of the things that I was really thinking about as we were presenting this talk is how closely tied. So a lot of these myths were, were expounded upon in The Ethical Slut. And a lot of them still, I felt, were tied to this idea 
that sex and love have to go together Mm -hmm. and that that is one of the things that really is, is keeping people from being able to embrace their sexuality in, in its fullest expression is that you have to have deep feelings of love for somebody in order for sex to be quote unquote, okay with them. So one of, one of those, um, is that like romantic love is the only real love or that the only moral sex is committed relationship sex. And the questions we have are, does sex really have to be saved for love? You know, is that really the the main characteristic that we need to have present before sex gets to be enjoyed? Um, I found those to be really right. interesting. Love is more important than consent. Love is more important than respect. Love is more right. important than, and, and that speaks to another myth that comes from these judgments is that loving someone makes it okay to control their behavior. It's a yeah. myth. It's Total not a okay. myth. But but yeah. this is so deeply ingrained in our culture. You are mine and I am yours. Mm-hmm. We belong to each other. All mm-hmm. of these these myths are so severe about what possessing somebody else looks like when it's combined with romantic love and sex. And I I certainly find that fascinating that most of these myths are about the the love sex connection. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also think that this one really stands out to me. Jealousy is inevitable and impossible to overcome. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I think that this just reduces us. These myths reduce the humanity of sexually empowered, sexually liberated people, sexually liberated mm-hmm. women. But they also just reduce us all to, you know, people who are unable to have nuanced and dynamic Mm -hmm. connections when we know human beings are incredibly nuanced and dynamic beings and like this notion that like jealousy has to accompany uh, a lover having multiple lovers and like Mm -hmm. so what is what is how do we pathologize now when that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. how do we pathologize you know when it's arousal that comes instead of jealousy it just really minimizes and boils this down to such a such a reductive engagement Mm -hmm. with these beautiful the the, some of the things that make life most worth living pleasure Mm -hmm. love connection intimacy like I think those things are incredibly complex and I'll be talking about them and thinking about them probably until I die but that's <laughs> just me so that's these myths are just so reductive and so but but I believe that if you talk to a random person off the street it's more than likely they would believe if not all of these myths most of mm-hmm. them yeah no, absolutely. I think that's true. I think the only other thing I would want to add too is that yes, 100% what you just said about jealousy, it doesn't have to be present. But also if it is present, it's not a bad thing. Right. And that doesn't mean it's wrong that you're doing it. That like just because a jealous feeling exists, you must be doing something wrong. Right. You know, and it's like, no, it's just a feeling. You know, we have feelings every day that we don't necessarily have to give into or that we don't have to give a lot of power to. It could just be a feeling that can pass as soon as it's acknowledged and loved on a little bit and let it move on. You can be a slut and be jealous. You can be a slut and experience no jealousy. You can have all the, (laughs) the spectrum of everything. And if you have jealousy, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing and you're doing something you need to shift or change. So yeah, I think 
myths are definitely here to be squashed, to move on from, to reframe them and, and reclaim them too. And speaking of reclamation, like that's, that's what we're ready for, right? We're ready to reclaim what slut means. So we've talked judgments, we've talked myths, we've talked history, and here we are. We're on the precipice of a new paradigm of sluthood. Mm. And that's exactly what you and I are both so excited to be bringing to the conversation. I don't think it's a secret, but certainly we will give our acronym of slut out to this community if they haven't heard it already in our trailers and all the things that we do. We believe that the word slut is best reframed as sexually liberated, unshamed, and transformed. And we are going to just borrow straight from the ethical slut and read a little excerpt here. We are proud to reclaim the word slut as a term of approval and even endearment. To us, a slut is a person of any gender who celebrates sexuality according to the radical proposition that sex is nice and pleasure is good for you. Sluts may choose no sex at all or be sexually voracious. They may be heterosexual, homosexual, asexual, or bisexual. There is a broad range and broad spectrum of everything And if you find yourself in a position of wanting your own sexual liberation, you are working to or desire to work toward unshaming anything that is within you around sexuality and you are willing to allow those things to transform you, you are embracing sluthood and we are welcoming you at our own table. (laughs) I love this acronym. I am here to say that the old notions, the old paradigm of what we thought slut was. I'm just going to crinkle that up and throw it in the trash where it belongs. Let's take the trash out, light that shit on fire. No, the old paradigm and understanding of slut as a promiscuous woman has been retired. retired because sluts may have one sexual partner. They may have none. They may have 25. Sluts may be asexual, demisexual, megasexual, everywhere in the middle. And I when i when we think about the future of sluthood i want to i actually want to read something that i wrote this is actually in the beginning of our discord uh, when you join the slut sister sanctum um i wrote here you are a slut the word that was used to shame you to keep you contained contained in a cage of docile conformity has now become a mantle of vast greatness Perhaps the person who wounded you most deeply using this word was another woman. Perhaps this led to a deep distrust of other women or a hypervigilance born out of your uncertainty of other women's intentions. Perhaps the person who wounded you most deeply using this word was a man speaking from insecurity and anger. Profound healing comes when we take back the power that was used to slander us and use it for our glory and empowerment. We encourage you to open yourself fully to a new definition of this word. You are a slut, sexually liberated, unshamed, and transformed. If this acronym is resonant within you and true for you, you have blossomed into a woman with so many incredible qualities. Resilience, willingness, strength, authenticity, compassion, rebelliousness, creativity, tenacity. You are now called to bring these strengths into companionship with other women who have been called to walk this path. 
You did not come to this far to be in solitude. We need one another, each making way and creating space for another sister's growth. Together, we are exponentially stronger than we are apart. <laughs> Just let that sink in for a sec. That's it. That's the stuff right there. I mean, wow. that is the slut reclamation. And you can go back in past episodes of this yeah. show and listen to you know, Anya and I, and we will continue to talk about our personal slut reclamation because that process will never truly end. And we have done it together. We have done it with, in sisterhood with other women. And we look forward, dear listener, to doing it in sisterhood with you if you feel like joining us. Now, we want to talk about the future of, yeah. of sluthood and what is all of this movement in service to? Um, so Anya, tell us a little bit about the, the pillars of Slut Sisters and, and where we are headed. Well, we have felt how deeply important, I think one of the first things we would say that a lot of our pillars actually have to do with community, because we believe that without community, all we are are isolated and trying to find our way in the dark on our own. And we knew when we met one another years ago that we had found soulmates and soul sisters in this journey. And we knew that our our own traveling, our journeying of this path no longer needed to feel in isolation. And there's just nothing more harmful to the human spirit than feeling like you are alone because we are meant for connection when we are meant for community. So I think most of the pillars have a lot to do with that community and within that context. We believe in support. We believe in networking together. We believe in gathering in person, online, however we can do it. We believe deeply in empowerment we believe in advocacy. And finally, and definitely not last or least, is play. Because it's also so important to be able to gather together and play together, whether we're doing that in asexual context or just in a sisterhood context, which is so beautiful and so valid. We believe that really all of this works together because community is where the heart is. And that's what we really, really want to hit home about the sisterhood. And all of that said, we also think that as we are in a new era and we are creating this new paradigm of sluthood, there are some really important aspects that we want to highlight as being a major part of this movement that we are, are co-leading, but we also want everybody else to be taking so seriously. So why don't you talk to us a little bit yeah, about this is, some this of is those really things. what this movement is in service to. And obviously, this movement is part of so many broader movements when we talk about bringing forth these elements in every way that we engage and relate sexually. Um, you know, the first one is really important for me. Mm -hmm. It is the understanding that we are moving out of a dominant culture that does not respect consent, that, you know, I mean, there have even been systems of power that have upheld cultures where rape and sexual assault was part of the culture 
we are moving away from that into a dominant culture of consent. And it is a language, it is a skill set, and we all need to get fluent in consent culture, period. Um, Now, what does this look like? This means that we take into account that every single human being brings with them in any particular engagement their past history of trauma. Um, Possibly that trauma may be related to abuse. It may be related to neglect. Um, And that when we are engaging with a person, Mm -hmm. we're engaging with their whole self. And so we need to bring extra caution and extra awareness into our mindful engagements with other people and, you know, erring on the side of caution and being aware and mindful as you step into engagements and encounters, we want to see that become the norm. This is how we become, this is basically just good humanship. Be a good human, you know, when you're engaging with people in these spaces. And there is a a term called embodied consent. I am going to be attending an event where we are going to do an embodied consent workshop mm-hmm. next month. I'm going to talk about it on the show. I'm super excited. I know. So embodied cannot consent wait for you is to bring that back a dynamic, us. conscious, living form of consent. Uh, an ongoing conversation between the parties engaged in whatever requires it. It means paying attention to your own body signals and to those of the person you are interacting with. And it means doing so continually, never letting things shift into autopilot. I love this definition of embodied Mm -hmm. consent, but where does that start, Anya? That starts with us knowing intimately our own body's cues, our own body's yeses and nos, and then having the skill set and capacity to communicate those sometimes very subtle, you know, signals from our body. And so embodied consent is something we are going to be talking about a lot in the sisterhood and a lot on this show. Yes. Yep. We're going to be helping you figure out and navigate what your body's cues are. We're going to help you understand what you might even hold as trauma responses that you don't even realize that you have, but we will help you see what they are and you can identify them and how to maneuver with that within your own context of playmate situations or whatever that may be. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's and, huge. You know, it's, it's certainly be another hallmark of this paradigm shift is going to be the understanding of gender fluidity and the experimentation with gender, you know, we, we are understanding and engaging yes. more that like gender, our, our gender binary has not served us and that gender is far much more of a spectrum. And Mm-mm. just like, you know, the incredible Lee, who I just love that episode, you brought forth so much in her conversation with us. Ugh. There is a huge spectrum of gender and, so much. you know, these blurred lines that occur between gender are fine. Who says that we need to live in these boxes? Um, and so that is something that I am uh, mm-hmm. also this event that I'm attending is very queer centric. And so I'm just like so excited and jazzed to see this uh, as well. So, yeah, gender fluidity and just making space and creating space for all the beautiful gender yeah. expressions. This is why we have always said that the slut sisterhood is for femme identified folks. 
this is not a group for cisgender Mm -hmm. heterosexual women. Not at all. We invite them, but we also invite our femme sisters of all expression, our trans, our trans sisters, you know, our gender queer sisters. We invite you all. If you are femme identifying, we invite you into sisterhood. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And if you're not, we invite you into the stars in the universe. Um, A couple of other things that we find to be really important, at least to include in the conversation. First of all, we also want to bring to light that there are a million ways that people slut and they're all welcome at the table too, right? I think the only thing we will ever say we can't sanction is um, a dynamic where somebody that is unable to give consent is being harmed. (laughs) So with that caveat said, we we are here to embrace and learn about all the different ways in which people slut. Um, one of the things that has gotten very important to me over the last few years is this concept of sacred sexuality and conscious relating. And that does not mean that's for everyone, but it could be a part of the experience. And it's something that I at least think if we can scratch the surface in the conversations that we're having around how we are building relationship with our sex partners, I think that many people would find some of the tenets of of conscious relating and sacred sexuality to be really interesting. And there's some really hot ones too. So whether we're talking about Tantra or whether we're talking about, there's this, um, I mean, it's not a new thing, but it's something a little bit newer even to me to to be hearing about and learning about is ecosexuality, the idea of earth as a lover and being turned on by the elements that we have all around us in our world, just different ways to think about how we can relate to one another. And finally, but definitely not least, is a super important part for both Scarlett and myself We think that intersectionality has to be a part of this conversation. And when we say that word, think about the different categories of historical oppression and how those oppressions affect one another. So a really basic definition of intersectionality is that it is the acknowledgement that everyone has their own unique experience of discrimination and oppression, and we must think about everything and anything that could marginalize people. So we're talking gender, race, class, sexual orientation, gender identification, physical ability, all of those things and more. We need to be aware of and bringing our awareness up to par as we're stepping into spaces of sexual relating with other people. So another way that this can show up sometimes is around cultural appropriation in spaces or how if we want to think about traditional feminism or traditional gay liberation, that might not recognize the current today issues of BIPOC people. And so we want to be having conversations. We want to educate ourselves further on all of this. We would love to bring more education to our community about this because we do believe strongly that these tenants, um, especially the ones around conscious relating, intersectionality, and embodied consent, and our conversations with gender fluidity. These are just the things that we feel like we all need to be more aware of as we step into spaces of sexual exploration. 
So that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of our vision for the future of sluthood. And I'm sure there's so much more that others will bring to the table with us that we haven't even considered or scratched the surface Mm -hmm. of. And that's, that's what I'm really excited for too, is to have my own mind further expanded by my sisters and by our stars so that we can all keep growing and be more aware of how Same we're here, walking love. through I this world am together. beyond excited and thrilled. I'm beyond jazz. This is going to be the start, just the start of something incredible. And you and I know that the most important sister that joins us is going to be the latest sister that joins us. Um, So maybe that's you, you know, maybe there's a part of you that's coming Mm -hmm. alive as you hear us, Um, you know, go to our website, theflamingyoni.com. There is a tab for slut sisters and read about it. Um, You know, you can reach out to us. We are very available on our socials, which are in the show notes. Uh, You can also send us an email at info at slut sisters dot org um you know so just if you're curious join our mailing list there'll be a link to the mailing list in the show notes um so that you can be the first to be notified uh when this membership is available and the sisterhood is available um i'm i just cannot wait stay close and we are here for you and we can't wait to hear from you now anya my darling stay warm (laughs) I wish I could keep you warm myself. I wish I could give you a big hug. I, my best. I know. Oh, I would love those snuggles so much. Yeah, thank you. I will do my best. And we are so excited to just interact with more and more of you over the coming few weeks. So yeah, all of you, if you're in the polar vortex with me, you stay warm too. And I we just hope you all have the most beautiful week and we cannot wait to share space with you again next week thanks for spending some time in the yoniverse with us we adore our listeners and we'd love to connect more deeply with you find us on our website theflamingyoni.com and our socials are in the show notes before you leave the yoniverse be sure to give us a five-star rating and don't forget the review your feedback means the world to us We can't wait to light your world on fire next week. And in the meantime, stay sacred and stay salacious. Salacious.